Hi there, welcome to the Think Bite Size series. The fact that you've tuned in tells me that you're in search for inspiration and put simply, these episodes offer you an injection of inspiration in less than 10 minutes. Whether it's a Monday morning and you're looking for something to help kickstart your week, or maybe it's a midweek Wednesday and you need something to help push you towards the weekend, we've got you covered. Here's how it works. I've went through each episode of the main series with a fine tooth comb and picked out what I feel are the most poignant and inspirational moments. Now, of course, if after listening, you would like to hear more, you can listen to the full episode using the link in the show notes. All that's left for me to say is a thank you for tuning in and it would be great if you could be such a kind soul that would like, share, comment across all of our social media accounts or give us a follow as well, as well as leaving a review on whatever platform you're listening on right now. All of your support is greatly appreciated. I guess the first thing to say about this episode is to not be fooled by the title, Mousetrap Conversation, and you'll hear why that was in a little extract that you're going to hear in the next few minutes or so. But the episode itself, I guess what I love so much about it is you can hear how deeply emotionally intelligent Matt is, how he speaks about looking to live his life with a ripple effect of positivity, helping other people, loving, supporting and helping people reach the next level and whatever it is that they're looking to do. And as a coach educator in Canada, it's specifically working with coaches, but these lessons go beyond sport. They go beyond football. They go right at the very heart of human beings and connection and relationship building. And I love this one so much. I've taken so much from it and I've actually listened it back plenty of times myself it's probably added to the stats of it uh, because i've listened to it so many times but i hope you enjoy it and i I really do believe you will get something from it but i want to bring you back if i can to a moment in time that we both shared in the hotel one of the hotel rooms when we were doing our a license we were doing a tactical presentation and i'm not kidding anyone who's listening this was absolutely (laughs) fantastic i still remember the moment so vividly in my head Uh, so we were doing a tactical presentation and from the very first, I would say, five words out of your mouth, you had the whole room encapsulated uh, from, from using the, the ideology of a mouse trap to set defensive traps. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but straight away, you've got, you've got a connection with the audience, right? You, you've got us all yeah. bought into what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah. That was fun. It was, it, it was fun. And, um, and I think the one that even watching it back myself now, it wasn't just the words. It was my body language. It was my demeanor. It was how I used my words. It was how I used my eyes to connect with people. And I think these are all daily skills that we, uh, sometimes forget to, to invest in and, and, and portray and, and, uh, to, to use with other people. From, from not knowing any, well, I say we knew some people in the room, but not knowing everybody in the room, I think it's a fair statement to make. Everyone came out of that room thinking, "I know who Matt Thomas is," and I don't mean that, in a, <laughs> you know, but I don't mean that in, in, the, in the fact of egotistical in your part because that was not the way you where you came across. It was just yeah. how you you put your message across. Yeah, it was so so effective. Yeah. And and we mentioned just before we came on air there about the situation we find ourselves in now uh, with lockdowns happening all over the world. And so for some people like us here in Northern Ireland, this is our second lockdown in the space of six seven months. And that ability to draw and build connections and relationships can be very easily lost if we're just doing this through Zoom, if we're just doing it through telephone calls. So I suppose my question to you would be, as a coach education manager, how are you trying to inspire those coaches under your guise to maintain those connections? Yeah, it's digging deep. Um, I think before you can you can inspire someone to 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 
do certain things or look at certain things a certain way, you have to dig deep within them first to see where they're at. Um, if you don't understand where they're at, it's hard for them to to connect with you. You've got to make that connection relatable to where their scenario is, what they're feeling inside. You know, if I'm feeling like crap, real crap, forget talking to me about what I should be doing. Help me with how I'm feeling first and possibly once you've helped me with how I'm feeling, you've, ne- you've, you've I'm now jumping on that bus with you to go on that that journey. So it's it's connecting with people where they're at right now in the moment before we can take that step tomorrow. Once once they can they start to not believe in themselves again, but you know get back to because everyone's got a why whether they believe it or not. But once you start to identify their why, it's then easier to to start shaping things around their why and different ways and how they can look at affecting not only themselves but others r- around their why. You know? Yeah, the, the why is something I've been thinking about for a long time. With the work of Simon Sinek, start with why is just it blew my mind when I first read it. And you know, you don't understand the level of self discovery that you go on in that process when you try and find your way. I mean, I, it, it amazed me when I was writing down some of my experiences, trying to figure out what it was. And mine's came back to authenticity and trying to be as authentic as I could potentially could do in order to promote that to others. And when we talk about that that word connection, we can be quite I think, anyway, as a society, we can be quite quick to judge. We can quite quick to judge. And then that sort of process of judging stops us from connecting on the level that we possibly could have done with someone who potentially could have needed our help or yeah. could have used our help to go promote that mindset to others. And it's a, it's a whole it's a whole ripple effect that I believe in. Um, and I, I live my life daily. Um, I always have. Um, and the ripple effect is, there's people you're going to affect, you know, even this with, with our discussion right now, there's people who are going to be affected by this that I might not know, you might not know. But if I keep that in mind in everything I'm talking about with, in our discussion with you, that keeps, it keeps it, it keeps it on a level and it keeps it on a, it formulates it into a way of knowing that everything we're discussing right now, somewhere down the line is going to have an effect on other people. And it might, it might be visual for us. We might hear about it. We might not, but just knowing that, before this recording goes out, it's powerful in itself. So it's always keeping that mindset of what are we actually looking to create here, it, it, you know. Um, and I think that ripple effect, the more we can portray that positiveness and, and that belief in people, because sometimes, you know, we're shaped in a world where my my belief of who I am is sometimes shaped on how you treat me or what you say to me. Whereas we've got to get back to people loving themselves first, because when I love myself, I I can own, I I'm the one who holds the power in your thoughts. No, not your thoughts, but your words towards me. Right? If I know who I am, no matter what you say to me, it doesn't affect me. You won't get the response you're possibly waiting for. So again, it's for us when we talk about connecting. It's connecting, getting people again to fall in love with themselves, and they probably are, but just on a deeper scale. And once you truly believe that and know that, it's such a powerful and, and, and loving journey. You know, I think sometimes as well is, is can we put half an hour aside or an hour a day to self-reflect on, on, on where we are in our journeys right now and how how we're affecting society as well? What are we contributing to society? And I'm not about the material things and that kind. What else are we, dig deep, what else are we contributing to society? And I think when you're mindful of that and constantly self-reflecting on that, it helps with these conversations. It helps with your actions. It helps with your mindset. Um, as you said, because we all have crappy days. I think I'm one of the, the worst, and not in a bad way, but 
Um, if you see me at six, seven, eight, nine in the morning, I am someone who is so lively and I've had to not tone it down, but I've got to remember not everyone gets up feeling that way in the morning. Yeah. And but that comes down to a change of behavior in many ways, right? Because, and again, I remember one of the, the psychologists that was in our A license was talking about changing behavior through action first. So the first thing that he talked about was when he got up in the, out of bed in the morning in order to change his mindset in order to change the behavior that he was portraying each day, he put the opposite foot into his trousers first. So normally he would lead with the right foot, but he decided to make a change and go with the left foot because that was a tangible moment where he decided to make a change and action came from it. And he felt that throughout his working day and throughout the weeks and months ahead, change became easier because he made small adjustments to how he lived his life. You know, so you bring up such a great point, and I love that, Gary. Um, I love that because that is the norm that we see now. Um, and again, that's helping society with that kind of thinking um, because I think there's so much to be learned from each and every one of us. Like I speak to, and I'm mindful of this, but and this is going to sound weird, but I speak to probably two to three individuals each week who are so negative, and I do it purposefully. And people say, well, why are you going to spend your energy on that? Because in order for me to keep understanding things, I've got to put myself in situations where I'm learning from people who fundamentally we might not agree, but it helps me with understanding your way of thinking because you're not the only way out there, the only one out there who thinks like that. So if I start to understand, even though I don't, I might not agree with it, but if I understand it, um, it helps me when I'm having conversations with others, the ripple effect. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear the full episode, you can, of course, head to the show notes and you'll find a link there. We'll see you again next week.